Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your free flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy on Twitter. I have a Facebook page, but I never go on there because I fucking hate Facebook. Uh, and the Facebook page is Strictly Anonymous as well um but if you like it i won't even know i think i have 40 likes i don't even know i never did anything about that dumb facebook page so anyway um today on uh my show i have a guy that i found on adult friend finder i forget what we call him i think don is his name uh and he was this dude that i hit up on adult friend finders i just start instant messaging messaging uh tons of guys and i have like five conversations with people and just wait for someone to call in <laughs> i get a lot of guys to call in today i had a guy uh call in the guy that i think i'm gonna air today is the guy a young guy he's like 31 years old who has a fetish for older women and uh and more specifically he'd like to meet an old woman at church to fuck like he wants to fuck someone from church and it turns out that on the podcast, because I already taped it, I told him that my dad was a priest or a reverend or whatever he is, because that's really what it is. And now he's like all into my shit. <laughs> this guy has been texting me like, so is your dad really a priest? And so I think I just, I didn't even really think about it, but the whole church thing, that fetish thing that he has, and my dad's a priest, I think, uh, you know, I got him hot on my trail for that. But anyway, so that's who I have on this guy, Don, he's 31. We talk all about his fetish for older women, his, uh, I also get into like his dating history and his life. You know, I like to probe people. So I try to go in deep with Don and, uh, he kind of closes up. It's kind of interesting. It was like, so you get a lot more on this call about me than you get about Don because he kept like sort of flipping the conversation to be about me instead of him, which is fine because I always get listeners sending me emails like asking me questions and they want to know more about me so you know you're going to get a little bit of information about Don and what he does on adult friend finders and all the old ladies that he's screwed and then you're going to hear some stuff about me that maybe you've never heard before um and so that I'm just going to come right back on with Don I'll be right back on with Don so I'll be right back on with Don I'm just going to get right back to the podcast and I'll be right back on with Don <laughs> Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, hey, Don. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. This is Kathy, the host. Um, so I typically get my callers from two different places, either Adult Friend Finders or Craigslist. So I got you on Adult Friend Finders when I go on there. I'm just like sort of do I am and I start I just like hit guys up and see if they want to call in. And I got a lot of people today that wanted to and you were one of them. And the only thing I the only information I have for you, I don't think I looked over your profile yet. Let me look at it. Is that you Oh, I think I did. You are actually looking for older women, like really old. Like you'd go up to like 84 is your age range or like maybe you have a fetish for older women. And you talk about how you want to pick up older women in church, right? Is that like your fetish thing that you're into? Uh, that is correct, yes. Right. And so now you obviously know that, you know, you're not on adult friend friends looking for women in to pick up in church because you can't pick them up. You need to pick them up in church. Right. But on adult friend friends, are you looking for older, very old women? Like what's the oldest woman you've ever fucked before? Um, the oldest, oldest woman I ever messed with was over age 60. So younger 60. Cool. And how old are you? Uh, my age is 31. Right. Sometimes, I mean, I think on adult friend friends, people really tell the truth. I mean, your age says 31. 
Um, I'm used to like regular dating sites, you know, where people lie about all kinds of stuff. But here, most people tell the truth. So you're 31 and you just have this thing for way older women, right? Because early 60s is pretty old considering you're 31. I wouldn't even call that a cougar. Is there a name for like that? I don't even know. Uh, I'm not sure if there is a name with that. Uh, but that's like what you're into and have you always been into like really older women or have you like been there done that with everything else and that now this is something that you're into or is this something that you've always sort of been curious about well I've been with you know younger women and older women as well Uh uh-huh it seems like I have more luck with older women how come have you ever had any like long-term girlfriends or anything like do you have a girlfriend now or are you married what's your deal as far as your like relationship status Uh, Right now, I'm single, so. Right, but have you had girlfriends in the past, like, within, like, an, when you do have girlfriends, are they your age range, or do you date older as well? Um, usually just dated older. So. What's the oldest girl you've ever dated? What's the oldest woman you've ever dated? The oldest was, you know, um, younger 60s, so. So when you so you don't just screw these sixty something year olds. You actually date them like for like and have a relationship with them for a while. Um, no, not a normal relationship. Just you know, sexual relationships. Right. That. But what I mean is like when you have normal relationships with pe- women, right? I'm assuming. Have you had any like normal relationships with women? Uh, no. No, never. At thirty one, how old were you when you Correct. lost your? How old were you when you lost your virginity? Um, I don't know, probably late teens. Late teens? And who did you yeah. lose it to? Like, what was that? What's your losing your virginity story? Was it to an older woman or was it to somebody that you knew? Like, what, what, what happened there? Uh, yes, it was an older woman. How old was she? Uh, probably mid to late 30s, maybe. And you were how old again? Sorry, I, I 14? Um, at that time, late teens. Right. So, and how did you meet this 30-something-year-old woman to screw, you know, to lose your virginity with? What, did you know her? Um, I didn't know her. Um, you know, she was just standing outside of an apartment complex. Uh-huh. Uh, it was in late night, early morning. And, you know, she was, you know, kind of intoxicated. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you know, I was walking up towards her, you know, she's started, you know, uh, grabbing me and, you know, seducing me. You were walking by and she was just like, she was just like some drunk woman, like drunk girl. She's in her early 30s and she was outside an apartment. I'm assuming this was late at night? Yes. Okay. And so you start walking by and she starts sort of like catcalling you like a guy would do to a woman? Like saying stuff Uh to you to get you over there? Oh, really? She just approached me, you know, you know, like somebody would in a bar and just started rubbing on me and, you know, turned around and sort of like dirty dancing or whatever. Uh-huh. So. And then she took you up to her place. Like, was she standing in front of her apartment building? Like, where do you guys have sex? Uh, yeah, we were standing in front of the par- uh, apartment complex. So we walked into the entranceway, uh-huh. kind of made out a little bit or whatever. Right. And then, you know, we buzzed in and, you know, messed around there in the hallway. And you went and you did it in the hallway? Yes. We went on the steps or whatever. Right. And that was your losing your virginity story. Did you ever, like, keep in touch with her? Or was it just that, like, a one-time deal because she Uh, was a stranger? That was just a one-time deal. Right. And then after that, you never had a girlfriend, right? But, like, I'm assuming that how would you meet women after that? Like, are you someone that goes out to bars and clubs and picks up girls and have one-night stands? Or do you have you been on Craigslist or adult friend finders for most of your life while you've been having sex? How do you meet chicks? Uh, I usually just find them around, you know. No, I don't really go to bars to pick up women. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I do Actually, haven't had much luck picking women out of bars for some reason. Right. Um, you know, I think it just comes from, you know, other ways, you know, apartment buildings or, you know, uh, you know, maybe someone down the hall or something. Someone down the hall in your apartment building? Yes, I think so. So you've had sex with women in your apartment building? Um, yes. 
Right. And now I always ask my callers this because everyone's anonymous. Nobody knows who I am. I don't know who anybody that calls into my show is. So when we never see each other, but I always am wondering, like on a, so I always ask my guests, like on a scale of one to 10, what do you rate yourself? Um, on a one to 10 regarding looks like just straight up looks. Well, regarding my looks? Yeah, well, would you rate yourself on a scale of one to ten? Uh, I can't see you, but, like, I just want, you know, I'm just wondering what, what yes, you, you... I would say maybe a nine or something. So you're a very good-looking guy, but you don't... So why don't you think you do well in bars? Um, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm usually someone that wakes up early because goes to sleep early. So maybe the time range of the bars... Uh, no loud music. I don't like talking over loud music and people yelling. Right, right. Are you a drinker? No. Um, no, not as much as I used to be. If I if I was a drinker, it'd be like you know maybe a six pack of you know like Budweiser or something. Uh huh. Uh huh. Do you do maybe drugs? Like, do you, are you smoke weed or anything like that, or no? Um, no, nothing like that. Okay, cool. What do you do for a living? Um, actually for a living, I'm just a student. So you're so, still in school, right? And what yeah. do you get, what are you studying? Um, what do you mean? The concentration? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what do you go to school for? Or you just, yeah, or what's your concentration in school right now? I think the concentration is political science and uh-huh. politics. Cool. So, okay, so when did your whole fetish, so... So when was the first time that you were with a much older woman? Like, I'm talking over 50. Uh, when was the first time? Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, I don't know, maybe late 20s. Late 20s. And how did you meet that first woman? Like, did you put an ad out or did you meet in the same way that you say you meet these other people just like sort of out and about on the streets? Um, same way, you know, out. Out and about in the street. So you're, but how, so, okay, because listen, most p- guys, okay, I talk to a lot of guys that I get, like I said, I advertise on Craigslist and here as well. And a lot of guys are on Adult Friend Finders or they're on Craigslist because they're t- all looking for women that'll just fuck them, right? And a lot of girls won't just fuck you. Like, it's just that sometimes it's hard to find. You have to go on a date. You have to pretend you want a relationship. So how is it that you just meet these random girls always like you're just just meet them on the street and then they invite you back to their house and you just have sex with them like how did you meet this older woman you said she's over 50 right your first experience how did that happen what's the exact like what's the story um i think like i said some of them are drunk you know out probably going to bars looking for sex anyways Uh maybe they come you know maybe they come home and you know, not finding it and being there, uh, you know, maybe, you know, walking into your apartment afterwards, you know, because you're still, you know, looking for a way to get laid or whatever. Yeah, or maybe they got fucked over by the guy they really liked. I don't know, you know. But let, but how did you meet this? the first older, way older? Like, so you always knew you were really into, like, older women, right? That was always your thing, right? Yes, I've always been into older women, but I've been into being the younger women as well. You, no, I know you're into younger women, but this whole like meeting older women at church thing, and this whole like interested in women, you know, over fifty or over sixty, to me is like a, definitely like a fetish, right? I mean, it's, a lot of guys nowadays, I think, it's very popular and sort of in style to be into like cougars, right? Like you're talking about like women in their forties, maybe guys in their twenties are fucking women in their forties or fifties. But when you're talking about sixties and seventies, you're talking about senior citizens. And I think that that's like a whole other thing, which uh, to me, I find interesting because there's definitely, you're going to find people and men that are interested in that. Right. So I, when you told me that that's what you were interested in, and when I saw that on your profile, I thought, Oh great. I'd love to have him on the show because I haven't talked to a guy who's into that though. I know that there are guys that are into that. Right. It's a different thing. I think it goes a step beyond cougars. Right. So I know like you're into regular sex with like girls, your own age, but you also have this thing for women that are, you would maybe call them senior citizens. Right. Yeah. 
Am I am I ruining am I ruining the sexiness of it? I'm not sure if they'd be classified as you know, senior citizens. <laughs> right. so they definitely look good for their age, so I guess you would probably mistake them for maybe like 40 or 45. Right, right, right. So you're not really but into... I mean, because I think, listen, there are some guys. I know I have a friend, and I really believe, and he won't admit it, but I really believe he's into way older women. I'm talking like senior citizens. Maybe that word is like a very unhot word to use and probably people that are listening right now are like why the fuck would you use that word? It's such a cock block word to what you do. <laughs> but I mean, when you're talking women's in, would you screw a a woman who's like 75? Um, do I have a fetish? Yeah, would you be into that? Um, I'm not sure if I would have a fetish. But, you know, maybe, maybe be into it. Right. So you are just like really open to older women, whatever age they are, if they look good. Definitely. Right. Okay, so maybe it's not like a senior citizen thing, though I do still think it's a fetish kind of because those women are different than women in their 40s, just like they're different than women in their 20s or 30s, right? It's a very different experience, but I think it's interesting, and I'm sure there's many guys out there that are into it as well. Wh- why do you put the whole, what's with the whole church thing? Uh, you know, maybe just the way the older women dress there. You know, they're coming in with, you know, heels or flats and you know, thigh stockings and and dresses, so you know maybe the uh, you know attractive attire may have something to do with it. Right. Well, but you live in a city, right? I don't want to say where you live. I'm assuming that where you. I mean, do you mind to say where you live or not? It doesn't matter to me. But you live in a city, right? Right. So you don't see like women dressed like in those kind of outfits, like walking around the city all the time. Like you could just go to any place where like lots, you know, like Midtown, New York. Right. And see tons of women dressed like that, too. But like the whole thing about it being in church is like is something that like right now you're looking to do or to get off on. Like it's a turn on to you. Um, You know, maybe it's a turn on because it goes against the religious teaching. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right. It must be something like to do with that that makes it kind of hot, right? So do you, are you a normal churchgoer anyway? Like, or you just started to go to church because you want to pick up a, a chick? <laughs> um, no, I'm usually like a normal church joke or, you know, churchgoer or whatever. So You are? Yes. Okay, so you... I'm not a really... Not a real religious freak, you know, just attend a church service, you know, a few times a month. Right. So you're like a regular churchgoer. And then just at some point, you just started to look around at the women. And when you're there during church, you're kind of checking them out and you're just getting turned on by them. And so now you're kind of into picking. Have you ever picked somebody up yet at church? Um, not through church, no. No? But you want to, right? Um, yes. Right. Like that's like your thing. I mean, listen, I'm sure that could happen because as much as I believe that you're sitting there in church sort of maybe getting bored and letting your mind wander to sexual thoughts, I bet you anything other people are doing the same shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you could pick up a woman in your church. Are you like the shy type? Are you aggressive? Like, would you have you have you ever gone up and sort of started talking to the women at your church and started to make friends? I don't I don't think I would be shy, but I don't think I'd be aggressive. I think I'd be, you know, kind of medium. Right. You know, you know, normal social type of a person. Uh-huh. And so have you started to talk to anybody at church? Is this like a new thing that you're into, or have you been looking for someone to screw at church for a while? Um, I've met people through church and exchange you know, information and so forth. Um, but I've also been doing a lot of traveling in between semesters and such. So. Hey, when you travel, do you go on like adult friend finder and try and find people to have sex with while you're on your, you know, vacations or in other countries? Um, you know, I log, log on to the website and, you know, conversate with other people. You know, obviously a conversation can, 
you know, relate to many different things, you know, such as uh, radio talk shows or, um, you know, not necessarily for sexual relationships. Uh Uh-huh. Sometimes you have, like, virtual online sex with people through this, I'm assuming, right? Um, not sure if I had any online virtual sex with anyone. Right. Have you met anybody on Adult Friend Friends that you met in person and had relationships with? Uh, I'm not sure if I have. You're not sure? Why? How are you not sure? <laughs> I would say uh, that's a yes or no answer. <laughs> some people I know may be on there without me knowing. Uh, right, right, right. But you, you know, to my knowledge, I've never met anyone through the website. Right, but you still enjoy going on there looking for people. Um, you know, it's a way to conversate and you know, social network. So, you know, I enjoy something about the website. You know, every time I get on there, I guess. Let me ask you this, because you're 31 years old, right? You never had a real long-term relationship with a woman. Uh, you're going to school, so you haven't really graduated and started, like, your adult life yet, so you have time and stuff before you, like, if you want to get married or all of those things that people want to do when they get older, you have time for that, but, like, are you also on the side on regular web, like, dating websites so that you could maybe have a relationship or meet regular girls to fool around with, or are you just on Adult Friend Finder? Uh, My profile is on there with, you know, my photos and interests and so forth. Uh, I don't really use the website much. You don't, but you have profiles up on like Match.com or OkCupid or places like that as well? Um, if not similar websites. Right. And do you date there? Like, I mean, you don't go on any dates. How come you've never had any relationship by 31 years old? I'm not sure. Uh, maybe because I don't take the online dating stuff all that serious. You don't take what? What, seriously? Online, online dating stuff, all that serious. Right. And because you're not like a... So, listen, I grew up in a different time period than you. I'm older than you. So when I was growing up, there was no online dating. Um, you went to clubs or bars or wherever and you met people in real life and then that's how you dated. Now everybody does online dating. So if you're like someone like you who doesn't like online dating and you also don't like to go to bars, where are you going to meet people? But you know what? Don't you meet people at school? Do you go to a big college? Um, of course. So you you must meet a ton of girls at school, especially you say you're a nine, right, on a scale of one to ten. So you're a good-looking guy. Are you tall? Are you short? What's your body like? Um, you know, medium, maybe like six one or something. So you're tall. Okay, that's a good thing. Girls like tall. So you're tall. You're good-looking, right? You're in school studying, so there must be a lot of young, hot girls all around you. You know, do you ever even go on just dates with regular, like, with women? Um, you know, with younger women? Is that the question? Yeah. With women that you meet at school. Well, like, uh, with women that you could date, like, for a while or maybe, like, settle down with or w- whatever. You know, have a two-year relationship with. Yes. Um, no younger women, actually, from school. No? Uh, you know... No younger women from school. Right. Would would you, do you not like relationships? Like, do you think maybe you're commitment phobic or you're not really into it? You prefer to be single and like just get laid on the side by random women? It's just better, easier. <laughs> um, I don't think it's any reason in particular. Do you think you're shy? Like, do you, do you think that like, would you say that you're shy with women? I'm really shy, just, uh, you know, time management. Usually when I'm on campus, I'm, you know, rushing to get things, you know, printed and ready for class. Mm -hmm. But what about guy friends? Do you, like, hang out with a big crew of guy friends or have a lot of guy friends at school? Um, uh, Let's see. You ask what about the guy friends? Yeah, do you have, like, a bunch of guys? Like, you know, most guys, I think they hang around in packs of people. A lot. That's what a lot of college kids do. <laughs> like, do you have a group of guy friends that you are friends with in college? Like, because I think sometimes, like, you meet people through those kind of, like, experiences. You know, you meet people through your guy friends. They're dating a girl, her, she's got friends, that kind of thing. Yes. Um, I've met people through other people before, 
but I don't typically hang out with a big group of friends, you know, either male or female. So. Yeah, listen, I totally agree. I was walking the other day with my friend downtown, and there was like, a, it was sat Friday night, late night, we we're all the way downtown, and there was just like packs of people. I never, even when I was younger and went out drinking, I never rolled with a pack of people. I think I, it's no more than two people for me. But um, I you know I don't know I get the sense that maybe you're shy or maybe you're a loner or maybe you um, you're just like a more serious guy, right? So like you don't like when you say you've never had a relationship. Do you mean you've ne- like have you dated someone or like seen the same person for a couple of months besides that one sixty year old? You know, I've had, you know, several different people, but no long-term relationships. Um, you know, like you said, meeting people through a group of friends. You know, in the past, you know, like partying and stuff, you know, I'd have friends over. And, you know, I'd meet, you know, maybe some younger women. Uh-huh. You know, through them. But, you know, they were older at the time, but, you know... Way younger than 60, you know, like mid-20s or something. Uh-huh. And so you've met women, but you prefer older, right, to younger? Excuse me? You prefer older women to younger women? Um, I think I prefer older women than younger women because I've had more luck with older women. Right. Maybe, you know, I think it's because like you live a much more adult lifestyle, you know, like most people your age love to go out and party and they're into the clubs and they have a lot of friends and they're screwing a lot of people like, you know, it's like a whole scene. You seem to be probably a lot more mature or just like a different like you're like an older 31 year old. Right. You know, and sometimes you meet people that are like that. They're very mature and much more older for their age, you know. So it's just like, so of course, naturally you would get along with people that are like have sort of similar lifestyles to you, right? Most people your age probably don't you feel like the most people you know are into going out to bars and clubs and doing that kind of stuff on their spare time? I think so because most of my role models stay out last for older people anyway, so. Right. All your role models are older. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna do really. You're gonna do really well and feel much more comfortable in your skin when you're like forty. Definitely. Right? Don't you think? Because you're like a forty-year-old now, but you're just trapped in a thirty-one-year-old body. <laughs> listen, I, I think. Yeah, I think it's like. Listen, I know some fifty-year-olds. That are really 17, like I know some 17 year olds that are trapped in 15 year old bodies, meaning like the 50 year old men having midlife crisis. You're like the opposite. You're like a young guy having like an, I don't even know what it's called, but you're like a young guy that's like just much more mature. Like I said, you're like a, you know, a 45 year old mentality or, you know, emotionally, like you seem like, or not emotionally, I wouldn't say emotionally because you've never had an intimate relationship. So, and I would say emotionally you might be a little bit immature for your age because you still at 31 haven't really had any kind of long-term relationship. And it's not, listen, I'm not one that believes in, oh, you have to get married and have kids or sort of follow any kind of traditional path. I'm very unconventional myself, but you've never, it doesn't seem to me that you've ever gotten really close with anyone. I don't know why I even feel like you don't probably have any like really close guy friends. Am I right? Um, what was the question about the guy friends? Like, I don't know. I feel like there's this, I get the sense from you that you're kind of like a loner and you don't have anybody that's really that close with you, male or female. I'm not sure if I'm a loner. Um, you know, maybe, you know, I cut down on, you know, like going to parties and hanging out for friends, you know, compared to earlier, earlier in my life. Uh-huh. Uh, as regards to the relationship, um, you know, the conversation about the long-term relationships, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that could have had something to do with the jealousy of the older women or something. The what? The really jealousy? Better. Yeah, it could have been, you know, something of the jealousy of the older women, you know, keeping a person out of the relationship. 
You mean the older women? You can't really say somebody is immature because they haven't been in a long-term relationship. Right. Yet, you know, have casual sex or whatever with older women. No, what I mean is like, listen, I've never had a longer relationship than like two years. So I think, you know, and it doesn't matter what my chronological age is. I feel like that makes me like, like emotionally not as mature as somebody that has maybe been with someone for 15 years. Because I think with doing something like that, you just have more sort of life experience in that in that realm, right? I don't know. That's what I think. Maybe I'm, I don't mean immature in a bad way. It's like saying like, uh, you know, somebody's, uh, someone in second grade is more immature than someone in fifth grade. It's like, yeah, it's just, they, they can't help it. That's not saying anything is wrong with a second grader that they, they can't be as evolved as a fifth grader. Cause they're just not there yet. They haven't had that experience. So I don't mean it in a negative way, you know? Um, I think if you do business with older women most of the time and you're having just casual sex with them and because there's such an age difference that it doesn't turn into like a romantic relationship, then you have that in front of you. Eventually, at some point, when you get older and the women are in your age range, you're still into 50-year-olds and you're 40-year-old, like you could have actual like real relationships with them. Would you be into that? Um. Well, maybe. I mean, all all a relationship really is is you know a relationship between a man and a woman. That you know, obviously, can include sex and cohabiting. You know, or living together. So, you know, anybody that goes to college and you know passes a philosophy course. Yeah, it's yeah, no, totally. I don't think that you're not in a relationship because you can't be in one. I think you don't want to be in one. That's a choice. I have never had a longer relation than two years because I don't I haven't wanted to. I've always for me personally, I know for a fact that I've had a fear of commitment. Relationships are being trapped with one person. Like, look at the word I just used trapped. Like it felt like for me, most of my life, especially when I was younger, it felt like I would be trapped in something like I was always wanting thinking some there was someone better like that was my thing you know I don't think I never feel bad for anybody people who are single are single because they want to be people in relationships or in relationships because they want to be so to me I don't say that you're single in the way that you are because of any because you you're not capable of it it's because you're not interested in it like and when if I say you're a loner I and not because I believe that it's like your choice you know I think you know regular people are fascinating and I love talking to different people because I think you know the world is filled with all kinds of different people I get the loner thing I've never traveled with lots of packs of people I drank for a lot of parts of my life because that was the only way I could deal with like functions with a lot of people and shit because I happen to take in too much information from people so a lot of people in places where there's a lot of people it's just like, too much for me you know so I kind of get that so I don't think there's anything wrong with that it's just that's a specific kind of person that exists and I was thinking maybe that's the way you were just because of the things that you say I don't think anything's right or wrong or good or bad you know makes sense so you think some people are scared to get trapped in their relationships i was for sure i think some people have that some people love being in relationships and they're scared to be alone for me being alone is like great it's the easiest thing it's a lot harder to just like for me to be with someone so yeah when i was younger for sure i'm less afraid of commitment now that i'm older but I definitely had a fear. I would feel like when I started to like somebody that I would be feeling like trapped. I'm claustrophobic. I always have been. And I feel like that also came into play when I would be in relationships for sure. That was an issue. I had an upbringing where my parents, they're still married, but I just felt like their relationship was horrendous. <laughs> so I think as a child, I looked at their relationship and I was like, fuck that. I don't ever want to have that for myself. And so I kind of rebelled against relationships. And that's my thing. And so it made me, yeah, totally afraid of it. You know, so I think some people have fears of a fear of commitment, but not everybody who's single has a fear of commitment. I think people who are chronically single for many, many 
many years, you know, the guys who's never been married at 50 and the women who's never been married in her 40s, which is me. You know, I think those people most likely have a fear of commitment on some level. Um, but sometimes you can't help the cards you're dealt, you know? I mean, like for me, it was, it was definitely because of how I was raised and the relationship that was my primary source of like what relationships were about. I was like, fuck that. I don't want that in my life. And I still, I call it, I call it marriage math. I would always do the math in my mind. Like, okay, if I'm going to die when I'm like 85 and I marry this person now, like how many years does that mean I have to be with the same person? And that would be like horrifying to me. If thinking of like staying with the same person for like 50 years, <laughs> you know, I was like, that would make me feel trapped. Totally. Other people, that's what they want. I don't know, you know. Um, but yeah, I think some people have a fear of commitment. I don't know about you. Like I, I, I don't know anybody that calls my show, right? I met you. We texted a little bit on adult front Friday and then you call and I just have to ask you a million questions and grill you to try and figure out who you are. I like to get like underneath people's skin and sort of really get, uh, who they are. Uh, beneath the surface and peel back the layers. That's what's interesting to me. So I was just going along those lines of questioning to find out a little bit more about you other than the stuff that you were just dishing out on the surface. Because somebody could say, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, I just like older women and I don't have, you know, and if I take a philosophy class, I could have a relationship and whatever, you know, and that's all like surface stuff. But like what is underneath sort of your, you know, your way of being, you know, why haven't you had any kind of long-term relationship at all, even for like a year at 31? I don't know. I thought maybe there was something there. Makes sense, I think. Uh, you know, it may have something to do with, you know, comparing people's education or, you know, comparing people's class. Maybe. You think that that has to do with people and relationships? Uh, what do you mean? Well, I know a lot of, you know, professors and such, uh-huh. You know, who have been single a lot, uh, you know, not married and so forth. So I think maybe that has something to do with it, maybe. Yeah, maybe the smarter people you don't know, get compared, married. <laughs> you know, compared to some people who, I mean, you could take a similar class, you know, like people who graduate high school uh-huh. and, you know, marry their high school sweetheart or whatever and reproduce, uh you know, instead of going to college, you're trapped going to work in a factory for 40 hours or something. Uh-huh. And it just, you know, like you said, a lot of cards that are dealt, it just depends, you know, what choices people make throughout life, I guess. Totally. And that's why I do my show and why I, because, and I always, I have this rule, like I never talk about celebrities because I think regular people are fascinating. And each person is so specific and unique because there, you know, like besides the cards you're dealt, you have a personality, you know, and you have like an intelligence level and then you have a background of where you come from and then you have a like a geographical location that you live in and all those things come into play and make you who you are. And that's what makes everybody so interesting and different to me. And that's why I like to question people and get sort of deep with people because I find out like things that way and I think listen I think you can generalize some things you know I can't you can say like oh like all these people have fear of commitment but you know how it plays out and why it plays out and all that stuff is specific to the person you know um I don't really know who you are so I have to ask a million questions to 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 get those answers you know I know you're a guy that wants to fuck women from church. I think that that's hilarious and interesting. Like I said, I actually think there's a probably a lot of people at church that are having horny thought, thoughts as well. You know, your mind wanders. You're a little bored. Just so you know, my father's a priest. Like, that's what he is. He's a reverend. He has a church, okay? So I'm sure there's a lot of people in my dad's church that are just so bored of his talking after a while, and they're thinking the same shit. So I get it, you know? I was just looking to find out a little bit more information about you. Because uh, I find that interesting. I think that only makes you more interesting to know more about you. I personally like flawed people. I like the flaws in people. I think it makes them more real and more interesting and more like full-bodied, like a good wine. (laughs) 
So I like to get to that stuff about people. But, you know, when I put an ad out on Craigslist, I put on there, like, do you have a problem that you want to talk about? Or do you have an advice you want? Or do you have a secret life? And people respond. And those people are, are normally are totally interested in going to those places with me because they know that ahead of time. The adult friend finder people mostly call up and talk about, like, the illicit sexual stuff that they do on adult friend finders, which is cool. Um, I don't want to probe somebody that doesn't want to be probed. You know, I get your philosophy guy, right? So I know people like you, you like to keep everything on that level, um, and keep it sort of very heady, you know, whereas I'm the opposite. I like psychology, you know, I want to keep it. I want to make it personal. You know, I want to get personal with you, but if you don't want to, that's cool. Uh, makes sense. You know, um, you know, like you said, you're interested in getting, you know, to know the difference of people, you know, everyone's not the same, you know, everyone is the individual. And, you know, like you said, the things you find out about the people is what makes them the individual that they are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like what we find out about you, it's nice to know that the preacher's daughter has a, you know, talk show about sex. Totally. Totally. Listen, I mean, that's like, you know, and that's like that. I'm my father's daughter. You know, my mother, I always say like, you know, my dad's a reverend or a priest and my mom is the type of woman that married a reverend or a priest. So you could imagine how uber conservative my mother was. Right. And I come out and I'm like a very unconventional from day one, you know, and I definitely acted out and was rebellious and all that even became a little bit twisted because of stuff that happened to me. But I was always, like I said, unconventional. Um, and yet I come from this background with a lot of religion and a lot of conservative stuff, you know, yet I sort of took a very different path. Yeah. And that's like real life, right? That's what most of the time, that's how it goes. And that's what's interesting yeah. to me because you can't really, you can't predict how things are going to go, right? My parents didn't know what the fuck to do with me (laughs) because I was like nothing like them. Just, you know, but yet I was their genetics. So I I think that stuff is kind of fascinating. But what I love is the fact that everybody, like I said, is like a concoction. I think you're interesting in that you're like this younger guy who isn't typical for a young guy. Like you're not interested in going out. Like I said, you're kind of like an older guy trapped in a younger guy's body. I think you'll be a lot more comfortable with yourself when you actually are your chronological age matches your other parts of you because I think you're like ahead of your time and you're done with being like sort of younger and partying and doing all that stuff. So I think you'll probably enjoy yourself more when you're in your 40s. Um And, but yet you have this old woman thing and then yet you've never really had a relationship and, you know, and there's some stuff about you that I don't know that I was just trying to get to know. Like, why haven't you had a relationship? Do you even want one? Will you ever have one? Or maybe you won't. I don't know. Some of the greatest people out there, like the real greats, you know, are total freaks. I think the smarter you are, the more fucking freak you are. I don't think crazy is an insult. I take it as a compliment. (laughs) I happen to have a very high IQ. I was thrown out of a lot of schools, so I was tested. So I know that my IQ is super high, and it makes me weird. That's just the way that it goes. Maybe you're just like a super smart guy, and it makes you a little weird. I think you know a lot of brilliant geniuses are loners. I would use that word, but is it a negative word? No, because they're like brilliant geniuses that like are inventing things and changing the world. So uh, eccentric, unconventional. I relate to all that stuff. I was thinking maybe you're a little bit that way too yourself. Um, maybe. So you consider yourself somewhat of a freak. Yeah, little. Yeah, I'm a little different. I've always have been. Because, because of your education level, or no, well, my education. Listen, I I took education and fucked it in the ass. Like I wasn't good. I got thrown out of three high schools. I did graduate college. I went to college, but um, no, I had a very high IQ. I think IQ is something that you're born with. Yeah, I don't think that that's something. I don't mean, uh, you know, I think there's two different. Like you could be smart IQ wise and like smart educated. You know, I'm 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 educated, but my smarts that I talk about is like just straight up IQ genetics. Like I think that that's genetics. You can't help that. You are what you are. You're born with that. So I I know I had a high IQ because I was tested when I was thrown out of all those schools and I had to go through all that. So I think 
being super smart sometimes in your mind just takes in more information and it makes you a little bit more nuts, I think. I mean, I always say I I think like a stoned person and I don't even smoke weed. That's why I can't smoke weed because smoking weed makes me think fucking crazy shit. And I'm already think crazy stuff, (laughs) you know. So, yeah, I think uh, the smarter you are, sometimes a little bit more odd you are. But I don't think that that's a bad thing. Like I said, I think crazy is good. Most people that are uh, are that do great things are crazy. It takes someone kind of crazy to do great things because you got to not be like everybody else. I think it makes sense, maybe. Um, you know, they always say that the church rule is kind of freaky, you know, so... The church girls? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or like, right, like the cops' daughters. Listen, if you have, you know, if you grew up and you have a troubled childhood and you don't want to listen to your parents and you have to rebel and you're, you go, you rebel against whatever your parents are, right? And I know a lot of rich kids in the city that rebelled against their parents. And you know what rich kids in the city rebel by? They become like dirty hippies. I, I'm sure you've seen that type because they're, uh, they're rebelling against like all that money. So what's the opposite of that? Like they look like poor people. You know, for me, because my dad is a priest, what do I do to rebel? I become like really slutty and unconventional because that's the best way to rebel against that. Right. So you rebel against whatever Uh, that's, you know, that's what that's what happens. If you're rebellious. What? I think that's definitely attractive. You know, I mean, you're coming out of. You know, conservative, conservative religious household or whatever. Your father's a priest. Uh huh. Um, so you're in trouble with school, but you're still getting educated through college. Uh-huh. So you know, it's teaching. You know, the conservative teaching is teaching you. You know, to get you know the education or whatever is the most important. Right. So you know. You said most educated people are freaky or whatever. So. No, not educated. That's a very big difference between educated and higher IQ. I think like the higher IQ people. I know, you know, there could be a janitor out there sweeping floors who has never even graduated high school who has a super high IQ. I don't mean IQ and education are two separate things that I'm talking about. I'm glad I went to school. Yeah, my parents, like if I was on one end of the spectrum of like really sort of unconventional and wild, my parents were super conservative. And I think them being so extremely opposite of me actually helped me to wind up somewhere more in the middle. You know, if I had super unconventional, really open parents, I probably would have done way worse in my life, you know. Um, uh, And I'm actually like I haven't drank in 12 years. I'm like the opposite of who I was when I was younger. I'm not a religious person at all, but I'm very spiritual and always have been. So I think on some level I took something from that religious background of mine. I just funneled it in my own personal way, which was I'm more spiritual than religious. Um, so I definitely picked up stuff because of my background and I'm still close with my family and I'm not rebellious anymore like I was when I was younger. So I think the roots of having all those morals were good for me. Makes sense. You know, like you said, the people who are graduating college, the rich kids in the city or whatever. Yeah. You know, like the ones that's wearing like, you know, normal t-shirts with, you know, sneakers and smoking cigarettes or whatever. Right. Uh, you know, the non-conservative, you know, belief or whatever, and even dating other men or whatever. So maybe the, you know, conservativeness, you know, is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because he was mentioning, you know, the rich... The what? Um, you know, graduating, the rich people graduating college in the city and, you know, living unconservative, as he was saying. Well, no, like I notice a lot of like my friends who grew up in very, very wealthy families, the ones who really rebelled and had issues, a lot of them rebelled by becoming like hippies. <laughs> and so you meet them and you think like, oh, like they look kind of dirty and poor, but yet yeah, they're from very well. And I think that that's like a certain way of rebelling against your parents if you want to, you know, it's just the way that it goes. I don't know. But back to you, like I personally like to, I mean, I'm talking more about myself on this show more so than any other show because normally I like to keep it about my guest and my caller, you know, uh, because 
I do my show because I actually enjoy sort of analyzing other people. It's fun for me. Like, this is what I do. I just get on a call with a total stranger and tape it. And then I put it on a podcast and other people like to listen to it, you know. Um, But I get it if like, you know, there's nothing more going on with you that you want to really discuss. That's cool. I would say you could definitely, I bet you anything that there's definitely horny women at church that you could meet and screw. I just don't think it's going to be like, you know, I think you have to make friends with them first and keep chatting with one or two of them or whatever at church and then, you know, ask them to hang out outside of church. But I don't know if you're ever going to meet a woman at church and she's going to take you straight home to her apartment like these other women that are standing out their apartments do with you. Right. It might be a little harder. You might have to do a little bit more work. Makes sense. You know, um, you're definitely not going to find. Uh, I don't think that there. I've heard from a lot of guys in adult friend fighter. I don't think that there's a lot of women on there that are looking for, you know, in-person sex on adult friend finders. But I'm sure, you know, you you get all kinds of interactions, like you said, on there. Um, but I think for you you, like I said, will be, um, you'll have more, I think, better luck with people your age when you're older, because when you're older, older women will be your age. I think you do better with older women because you're more similar to them than the younger women, you know? Makes sense. You know, eventually even back out or whatever. Yeah, totally. Right. And it's like, you know, and some older woman will be happy to have a guy that prefers older women. Then she doesn't have to worry about him going after younger girls, you know, (laughs) when she's older, because that's what you like. You like a 50 year old woman if she looks good. And then 60 year old woman like you're into that. You've already had sex with that. How many women have you had sex with in your whole life? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I just guess I choose to keep that, you know, private information. Okay, cool. Okay, Don. So I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, I think that just about wraps it up. I believe. Yeah, totally. I'll probably be airing your episode either this Sunday or next Sunday. I'll send you an email when it's up, and you can listen to it. Thanks so much for calling in. Oh no, Calvin. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.